0: I reunited with John O'Callaghan of Arizona alt-rock band The Main to talk about the creative process behind their new album XOXO from Love and Anxiety in Real Time. It's been almost 10 years since I last interviewed him, which is insane. Hope you guys enjoy the interview.
1: Hey, what's going on? This is John from The Main and I'm hanging out with Rob from Front Row Live. I'm pretty
0: sure the last time that we were together was nine years ago on the Chain Reaction Couch.
1: Goodness. Well, this is probably a nicer couch than the Chain Reaction Couch. yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, the chain reaction we didn't know what really went on on that couch
1: it's probably just as sticky i don't know you can kind of feel like i don't know but it's good to see you
0: likewise likewise now congratulations with the new album this is another masterpiece that you guys are constantly creating um tell me a little bit about you know kind of kickstarting the writing process of this record um and like I feel like Sticky was you kind of mentioned before like was kind of where the album kind of started um is that also what gave you the identity of the record or did you guys find the identity after writing Sticky
1: I think it, it certainly helped mold the sound um and also kind of checked a box not that like we go by like hey we wrote a song that sounds like this let's cross it off the list but it was more or less like it filled a void um the, the writing process started pretty much in january of 2020 what year is it now wow. it's 2021 now okay. um so i was we were in europe and um i was actually able to write on the road for the first time in a long time and uh brought a bunch of ideas back and then we um i came out to la i wrote sticky and then um we recorded it pretty quickly and then that was kind of like you said like the 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 bar to kind of try to jump higher then um so yeah it was a kind of a similar process to most other records but obviously the circumstance of everything made it completely different right. so yeah
0: this time around, you guys got to also work with Andrew Goldstein. And you guys have been friends for a while. You guys, I'm pretty sure you guys have toured together before with his old band.
1: We um, played shows, yeah. yeah. But I hadn't seen him in, God, I mean, longer than nine years. Longer than Chain Reaction. So it was... Uh, but he, he's, he's such a, a homie. It's like a, we had met... And we know so many of the same people that it just felt like... Um, like we had already been good friends for a long time. So it was, uh, we picked up four hours and that was kind of it. We wrote that song together in about four hours. So it was, uh, yeah, it was quick and it was, uh, it was awesome to work with him. And then to kind of see all the other things he's been mashing on, like recently is crazy. So, um, yeah, it was a really cool experience and it was, it was nice to finally reopen ourselves to the idea of writing with other people, you know, we, we we're pretty precious about the band and who the main is. And it was a, it was a refreshing kind of um, new take on, you know, having other people involved and, and, and kind of giving up some of that real estate, you know?
0: Do you think that if it was someone else other than Andrew Goldstein, this probably wouldn't have helped you guys start co-writing with other people? Um, just because you have that kind of like chemistry with him already.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I also got to write with Colby Wedgeworth, nice. who had done.
0: He's been um, producing most of your stuff yeah, before.
1: Yeah, he did Pioneer, American Candy, and Lovely Little Lonely, and it was nice. Yeah, it, I I don't know if it would necessarily work if it wasn't with people that no. you at least know, share some stake of what you're doing. You know, like that they're they they know how precious the band is. They know how precious the whole all the elements of being in a band are um so i think you're probably right you know I, I definitely i'm definitely in the in the headspace now of just wanting to collaborate and like wanting to work yeah. with a lot of people and i i think they're definitely the catalyst that that kind of helped me and us get into that mindset right
0: now with with the fact that like over the years um you guys from early on you guys had from Matt Squire to to Howard Benson to Colby and now it seems like you kind of started to co-produce stuff on your, uh, on your, like the band itself. So how have those experiences kind of helped you prepare the band to kind of create your own records yourselves?
1: I mean, every time that we set foot into the studio with a, a producer, you're learning, even subconsciously, you're learning tricks and, and their approach and how they get from a to finished product, you know, in their own way. Um, so, I don't think we really applied like any specific exact styles from uh, any of the producers, but I think inevitably it's all there already. You know, there are things that we loved about all the producers that we worked with um, that we implemented in our, in our own process and in our own way. Um, Yeah. It's, and to be honest, like we, we, I've, I've said it before, we really didn't have time to like, worry about our ability to produce this record because we knew we just wanted to get it done and we knew we had to record so we didn't have a lot of time to freak out about the idea of if if it was going to be good or not on our end you know like if we were going to be capable enough of recording so um it's definitely one of those experiences now that we have it under our belt and we now that we have a studio and we have the confidence now, I think, um, people probably can expect a lot more music a lot quicker.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. And and with the recording process of this entire album, what would you say like was the biggest challenge for you guys either as a band as a whole, or you personally with like writing these lyrics or even vocal, vocal wise.
1: Yeah. I mean, other than the obvious logistical, you know, jumps we had to, to kind of navigate. Um, I guess the, the the hardest part is is the idea that it's our eighth record. And it's like, what do you do? You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, how do you differentiate this record from any of the other ones? And I think one huge staple we always try to kind of tiptoe is the the idea that we don't want to recreate ourselves. You know, recreate something that we've already done. And I think that motivates us to try to be innovative in our own process, you know, which is why we would want to produce the record ourselves and why we would want to make a record in Arizona for the first time. So I think, um, yeah, that that's kind of the biggest hurdle. You know, how do you make this exciting and familiar, but brand new at the same time? And, and I, I hope people, you know, dig it as much as we do, because we've been sitting with it for over a year and and kind of just pulling our hair out so it's exciting to have it finally out and now it's like well
0: do you like it
1: yeah, yeah. And
0: so far and that's the beauty of it because it's i feel like nowadays it's more about singles less about the full record experience and lately i've been noticing that it's like whenever i listen to a record and i can't pick a single like it's because like all the other songs are just just as incredible and that's how i feel with this album like it's literally on repeat and i can't say like i want to listen to this one a little bit more and so for you guys creating this record especially because there were so many firsts um from producing stuff yourself doing stuff in arizona having colby transition from producer to, to songwriter like what made this record so special to you guys that you knew like okay these tracks are the final tracks for the record.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's something that we've definitely had to, you know, I guess navigate as well over the last eight records, but it's like, we we set out to make a full record. We never set out to like, oh, we're just going to write one song and then none of the other songs matter. And now we're only, you know, the, the, the emphasis on sticky on this cycle is because, We've had the opportunity to take that song to radio for the first time in our band's career, and to be able to open that new door, that's kind of why it it might feel like we're making things a little lopsided, but it you know hopefully now people they have the record and they can feel the the care and you know all that we put into the actual full body of work and not just the first song. And and that's actually why we put sticky first is because it's been out the longest right. people have had the longest to, to kind of digest it. If they want to put it on, they can just jump over to, two. you know? Um, so it's, uh, yeah, it, it's, it's, I don't know. It's just, it, it, what's crazy is that this many years in Norban, things can feel new, like new experiences can happen whether it's writing with new people or being on the radio for kind of for all intents, the first time that's, those are the things that like keep you, I guess, hungry, you know, they're, they're like, Oh, something new can actually happen 15 years into our band. you know? And, and those are, those are the exciting things that I'm, I'm hoping a lot more of those kind of pop up. So, yeah.
0: As far as instrumentation, like I love the sonics of this record. I love how different it is within within every single track. Um, but for your drummer, how would you say like that was a challenge in the studio, trying to keep up because it's different kinds of tempos here and there. It's not um, it's not all the same kind of outline.
1: Yeah, I definitely don't envy uh, his position, <laughs> and I definitely make it harder. And we make it harder, especially the way that we're kind of approaching the the pre-production process at this point is it's a lot of just in the box meaning on the computer and it's a lot of just uh drawn and drums so he has to kind of not only be comfortable with what either me myself or we are kind of drawing in or you know he has to kind of come up with new fills on the spot and and it's really hard because it's a lot different than the way we used to do it in that we used to stand up in a room together and, and kind of hash everything out like on the spot and now it's uh yeah it's but he, he i mean he's 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 had some practice so he's pretty pro at at, at making it feel effortless and right. and there's a lot of um I, I think there are a lot of areas that we can we purposely leave open for punctuality and and just improvisation you know like Leaving it a bit more broad so that he can get more specific when he wants and and when it serves the song best
0: Out of these tracks, where would you feel you were challenged the most vocally?
1: Vocally would have been Pretender um, and and not necessarily melodically, but um, lyrically is where I had the toughest time. I recorded that song first and um, ended up after writing the rest of the record, I ended up scrapping the whole the whole lyrical content and, and, and had to restart just because it didn't feel right. And it didn't feel right when I was singing it, didn't feel right when I heard it back. And then, you know, upon kind of re-examining, I, I, we, we kind of got a bit more, got a bit more serious and, and, uh, that was definitely the hardest one on the record.
0: So to to wrap things up, you guys, uh, the, the record is out now, um, and you guys are getting ready to head on the Sad Summer Festival yeah. with uh, All Time Low. And this is a festival that you know we've been super excited about since before all of this kind of happened. Yeah, yeah. So now that you guys have this new album going into this tour, did you guys completely change the set list that you guys had in mind for this tour? Or is it still going to be similar with a little bit of the new record?
1: What's interesting is uh, I, our set list is going to be rather short. So having upwards of you know, however many hundreds of songs that we have now, or no, I mean eight records plus however many EPs. Yeah. Um, we got over a hundred songs. So to pick nine of those hundred is pretty difficult regardless of if we have a new record or not. Yeah. So it's uh it I I think the biggest thing is that we kind of everybody gave up hope thinking that this was gonna actually happen. And now that it's like just around the corner I think the excitement and and the the, the idea of it becoming a, a reality is actually setting in yeah. and I think that that's what, what's really exciting. So you know, we're playing a show tomorrow and and it's going to be for like 50 people or something like that. And that'll be interesting because it'll be the first time in 16 or 17 months that we've played for anybody.
0: It's still unreal to think that all of that kind of like was the situation.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, the live stream thing we've done yeah. um, but to have people in front of me is going to be awesome and then we we kind of get thrown right into the deep end and I Sacramento's the first show of sad summer and there's going to be several thousand people there so it's going to go from like 50 to <laughs> a couple thousand so we have no uh you know no time to really try to remember how to ride the bike you just yeah. got to go back yeah. on to it yeah <laughs>
0: Amazing. Well, congratulations with the new album. You guys be sure to check out the main on tour this summer and thanks for watching here on Front Row Live. Hey, it's Rob again. If you enjoyed this interview, please follow for more and I invite you to head over to my YouTube channel, Front Row Live ENT, where I have thousands of video interviews with my favorite new and established artists. Once again, thank you for tuning in and have a great night.